Welcome back to part two of our conversation with designated drinker, Paul Holetko, the founder and master distiller of Few Spirits. So if you've missed part one, you need to go back. Go back, belly up to that bar and give it a listen first. We promise we'll save maybe just a little bit of whiskey for you and a seat right here. So um, Paul, in part one, um, we kind of talked about like your approach um, to your spirits and you know the, the love and the passion that really got you started, the family tradition. Um, but I'd love to dive into, um, let's dive into the next spirit, shall we? That's sitting on the table. Let's get some, uh, a little more taste going. It looks like we have the motor oil. Yeah, let's talk about motor oil. So this is a limited release, you said? Yeah, limited release. We did uh, 1,800 bottles of it. So super limited, uh, currently available at buyfewspirits.com. Although I don't know for how much longer because it's selling pretty quick. Uh, Really fun, really different whiskey that we made in collaboration with one of my favorite rock bands called Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. And it's a cool whiskey because it's totally different. Um, It's a vatting of three different whiskeys uh, all rolled up into one. A few bourbon finished in rum barrels, few bourbon finished in vermouth barrels, and then a smoked wheat whiskey that was uh, had some really nice mesquite smoke on it. So, you know, when you're tasting the motor oil, what we were trying to do is give this, we we're trying to like evoke this feeling of riding a motorcycle through the south and driving by a barbecue joint. Um. I don't know that we hit that per se, but I think you're going to find that it's really kind of nice with some cool sweetness, uh, herbaceousness, a little bit of bitterness maybe, but not bitter, more herbaceous. And then this really kind of cool, thick smoke underlying it all uh, and bringing it all together. And I think it's just a delightful whiskey that's very unique. What do you guys think? Definitely get the smoke. Yeah. I think it's very smooth. I think for sure it's definitely smooth. I definitely get the smoke. I love your, um, I love the, I wrote it down. Invoke the barbecue joint <laughs> on, a, on a motorcycle. I wrote it down. That's the best, that's the best description ever of making a whiskey. Well, I mean, whiskey's supposed to give you a feeling, right? It's Absolutely. so good. It's like, um, and I do see that sweet finish, like that, um, you know, it's like a little um, unexpected, really. And the nose is nice. What I was going to say is the only thing is, is that out of that motorcycle, drive past the barbecue joint, wouldn't you just have like little gnats inside your whiskey then? <laughs> All the like poor little bugs. I don't know, have you ever been on a motorcycle? Yes. On the back? No. No, I've only driven a motorcycle, but not very far. I, at least I've done it. I wouldn't say that I... Yeah, I have had the experience. I don't know that I'm a, an experienced rider, though. I mean, I've never been on one, but I know that my friends that do ride and have a riding clubs, and they all fucking ride motorcycles and Harleys and shit. They definitely, when they're hungry after a long ride, I could see where that might be a thing. Like where you get into, like, you're starving, and then you smell a barbecue place. Well, Is that, like, yeah. what you're going for? Yeah, I mean, it started off, you know, we were talking with the band about, you know, whiskey. And they're like, yeah, you know, when we're on tour, that's what we drink is whiskey. But they don't call it whiskey. They call it motor oil. Oh. And so I'm like, all right, well, we should do a whiskey called motor oil then. But we're not going to just put some, you know, 10-weight 40 in a bottle and try and sell it to you as whiskey. You know, what does it mean to be a motor oil whiskey other than, 
you know, sludgy or, you know, negative things. Like what can we do that's going to evoke that, you know, the joy of being motor oil without, you know, what, you know, what's the experience? You know, how are you going to drink it? Why are you going to drink it? What, you know, how are you going to feel when you drink it? I mean, yes, ideally you're going to feel at least slightly intoxicated, but only drinking in moderation, of course. <laughs> um, yes. But, you know, what's, you know, what is that feeling? <laughs> yeah, I always practice that. We would never encourage drinking other than in moderation. Exactly, exactly. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Um, uh, I do think it's really, I, I, you know, again, I'm the novice here. Whiskey is, um, I'm still learning, and I love the fact that this is what I get to do for a job because I get to, like, hear what Paul has to say and drink with you and learn all these new things. This is a really interesting, I mean, I love the fact that there's, and an experience that he pulled, like, that brings it all together. And I, I love it. I think it's a really interesting whiskey. I think it's um, definitely something that's different for me, again, being that novice. But it's, um, it's, it's, it, it's really approachable. Let me ask you this. Why finish in rum and vermouth um, He just casks? blended it. Yes, but why finish, in, oh. why, why finish in those? I'm just, as a novice, I'm just wondering, what does that do to the whiskey? So it, it's going to bring some of the characteristics of that other spirit into what you're doing, but do it a little more subtle, a little kind of not like upfront. So it's not really like a cocktail per se. It's not like, you know, you're not going to have as much vermouth influence as you would if you actually you know, used vermouth in the bottle. Uh, but you get some of those little flavor characters. Like, you know, I talked about there being some kind of herbaceousness. Uh, we're talking to some people, they're, they're calling it bitter. And I don't know that it's really bitter per se. It's not I, It's not how I get it. I get I get herbs. I get, you know, some maybe, yeah, some of the herbs might be a little bit bitter, but it's much more, again, it's more herbaceous. Yeah. And so you get like the nice sweet whiskey and like the rum, the rum barrel is going to give you some of those rum characters where it's going to be that, uh, you know, molasses, right? So it's going to be, it's going to be rum. So it's going to be sweeter. Mm -hmm. And then that sweet from the rum with the sweet from the bourbon and the spice from the bourbon carries with the sweet from the rum. And you got that smoke in the background from the wheat whiskey that kind of ties it all together, like a carpet in a room. <laughs> and you really just kind of end up, in this weird little new thing that gives you again these feelings like where are you, you know, where is it coming where where's this flavor coming from i have not had this before and it's something that's new and interesting and unique and different and it's the kind of thing you can sit down with your friends and family and come together over oh i like that i don't like it i'd rather be drinking this oh, i'd rather drink this than anything else um you know, again, you're being a part of you're a part of somebody's life at that point, and that's it's really special. Like I'm a really lucky guy. I mean, it's it's so it's as much fun to just sit and listen to you talk about it, and and be so passionate and have so much creativity just wrapped up in the way you approach um, whiskey. That, you can tell the artistry is really there. You yeah. really come to it for as an artist. But you're also really funny, like a really <laughs> like in a. Like a cynically, like dry, wet, like oh yeah, this is what we do. That's Midwest sarcasm. It's really fucking good. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta, pra you can't practice that shit. I have a question for you though. So now you do a limited release. This is a business question. You do mm -hmm. a limited release. Obviously, like this is what's gonna be eighteen hundred bottles. Eighteen hundred bottles go out. You sell it all, and then you have, you know, 
the whiskey people that buy, I don't know, 200 bottles, right? And they take it and they hide it away for the next, like, I don't know, 20 years. And then they bring it out and they're like, oh, I have this motor oil from 2022, blah, 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 with a brand new price tag. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Listen to that laughing. Uh, it, it is what it is. Like, I personally don't understand it. Uh, to me, whiskey is for drinking, not for you know, not for anything else. Like whiskey's for drinking. So I don't get it when people sit and savor it or bunker it as they as they call it. Uh, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. Um I don't do it, but it's okay. Like that's it it takes all kinds for the world. Um uh, as long as I think, you know, as long as the whiskey gets drank at some point, I'm happy. I just I want people to enjoy it. Um like I said, if I if I wanted to make money doing what I do, I would do something that's not involved in making whiskey. <laughs> I want to make people happy, and ideally, it's because they're enjoying the whiskey. If you know, if you enjoy buying it and reselling it at some point, God bless. That's awesome. Go, you know, have fun. Uh, that's just not how I. I don't get it, and that's okay. There's a lot of things I don't get. Just ask my wife or kids. <laughs> well, why are you doing that? I don't get it. Why'd you buy that? I don't get it. <laughs> they don't get what I do. I don't get what they do. It's okay. My husband collects comics. I don't get what he does, but that's it. There you go. Right, there but it go. makes him happy, yeah. right? So who cares? He's like thrilled every day. Every time he does it, he's like the best day of his life. You want to make me happy? I know it's going to make you happy, Louise, if I <laughs> clean up this mess and we don't, oh, make a cocktail. Let's make yeah. a cocktail. Right, 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 All right. right. We're going to take you through the bar with us. Well, first of all, question. Do you prefer your cocktails mixed with the, with the, Bonded bottle or the motor oil? Because it can go either way. Oh, I would do cocktails with the, uh, the the core bourbon. I think the motor oil is just really, uh, really cool on its own. Great. Perfect. That's what I needed to know. So, Paul, so a little birdie told me that you love Boulevardiers. That is always my go-to. I love Boulevardiers. I like my Boulevardiers. It is one of my favorite drinks, and I also love them um, up. Yep. And I'm going to make... Uh, two of those for us right now. Yeah, I love, um, you know, based on the way I was talking about the motor oil, you could probably figure out, like, I like I like that bitter herbaceousness from that vermouth and the Campari or Barbero or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever aperitivo you're using. Yeah. I, I just love the way that that all plays in with the base spirit and the vermouth. And you get sweet, you get bitter, you get boozy, you get you get all of these flavors all rolled into one. And that's. A spectacular cocktail. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, when um, I was like, when we said that you loved a Boulevardier, I was like, of course. I'm like, this is going to work so great. So you're, we're going to make a Boulevardier, right? So a Boulevardier is like, right, so everyone calls it, uh, you know, a bourbon Negroni or a rye Negroni or whatever, but it has a fancy name and it's called a Boulevardier. And literally it is equal parts of a bitter component, a vermouth, and a whiskey, right? So we're going to use the few, and we're gonna make uh, two of these little bad boys. So we're gonna put um, two ounces in there, but it's really, it's a one-to-one-to-one. So one thing I like to do when I'm like, have people over my house and I'm doing this, I like to make like little pitchers of the drink so that it's ready to go, and people can just pour a little bit in their glass and then pour it over ice and then stir it themselves. Um, it's just really nice and uh, easy, welcoming way to um, have a really like, you know, lovely before dinner drink. 
um, that's a little bit stronger than, you know, I, I don't, I do like martinis. I truly love the world of bitters and vermouth and Negronis and all of it. So this is, you know, where I, my wheelhouse where I live for sure. All right, so we have equal parts in our stirring glass. And now we're gonna fill our stirring glass three quarters of the way full. This is the most important part, I think, um, in making these drinks. It's the way that you finesse and stir the ice. So we're gonna turn this about 30 times. It's pretty chilly in here. Our bottles are nice and cold and not, uh, they're below room temperature. So you don't have to spend a lot of time to chill down the liquid that's in there, but you do want that same water dilution. So we're at about 15. Ooh, keep going, keep going. You know, sometimes you like look at yourself in the camera and you're like, how much did you drink today? Your face is bright red. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So here we go. So we're about at 30 now. And we chilled our little boppy glasses, which I love. They're just the cutest little pre-prohibition style cocktail glasses. Just such a fun little uh, glass to own. Uh, we're gonna give this a, a pour into our glass. It's got a beautiful color between the vermouth and the rhubarb and um, the whiskey. It's just a really dark, beautiful color. So normally you would hit this with like, you know, a citrus peel if you'd like, an orange, however you want to brighten it up. We're going to do something a little bit different. And we're going to use our, um, our blueberries, our fresh blueberries that we made in syrup with a little bit of vinegar. And we're just going to put just a little bit at the bottom of each glass. You don't need to stir it, it's just a garnish, it's an aftertaste. Try not to get too much of the syrup in there, you do not need the sweetness, you just need the blueberry. And that's it. And that is um, my Chicagoan version of a Boulevardier. That looks awesome. I am so sad that you're not here to drink this with us right now, but I know that you already know what this all tastes like. So cheers. Not as sad as I am, I'd rather be drinking that than being here. <laughs> I feel that you must come to DC, uh, not not infrequently. I'm sure you've been here in the last three years. Been there, I've been there a lot. We'll, we'll welcome you back whenever that is going to happen. This is so good, Gina. It, it's so smooth, right? It is very smooth. It's dangerous. Yeah, that's very dangerous. That's like, <laughs> yeah, you could, you don't need, it, it transforms the whiskey in a certain way. It just smooths everything out, but it's not lost in it either. Now yeah. you understand why he likes that motor oil, right? Like yeah. The blend, because like when you put all those flavors together, it makes like that. Yeah. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Thank you, Paul, and thank, thank you, you, Gina. This, these two things, all these things together, this is amazing. Thanks. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm just going to keep drinking my drink over here. You guys do the rest, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, where are we at? I don't even know. Well, first we got to do our, our housekeeping. Okay. Tell us where we're going to go to get this amazing cocktail recipe. So you're going to go to um, designateddrinker.show and you can see um, our tips, tricks, how to use recipes, all those things. Or you can watch us on um, Instagram. See the video the, on Instagram. Get the, get the, the tips, at, yeah. For the tips at Designated Drinker. Yes. Please hit like and follow. Yes, and then let us know what you're thinking. If you yeah, need some DM help, me. if you need some, some advice on cocktails, if you 
Don't ask me anything. Ask Gina because she's the smart one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear from more people. Please, please yes. DM. And then so the other thing is to get to these links, you're just going to go into the episode notes. Um, we're also going to make sure that you can get, a, we'll make sure that there's a live link there for, so that you can get um, straight to Paul and straight to his beautiful liquids because they can deliver him to your doorstep. Byfewspirits.com. Direct to consumer. I yep. love it. Yep. I love it. I really do. I think it's so great. I love just get, I don't want to go anywhere. Just give it to me. Just bring it to my house. Fucking yeah. You're like, Hell I'm yeah. going to open my mouth, open the bottle, just pour it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. If I can make that happen, I will. <laughs> Paul, do it himself. Liquid the lips. <laughs> Only in moderation, though, folks. Only in moderation. <laughs> Liquid to lips. To that note, I mean, that's, that's pretty fucking funny. I think that's how babies are made. <laughs> Ah, that's pretty funny. I have been told thank you for uh, my bottles of whiskey. For uh, multiple people have approached me and told me about the night they spent with my bottles at nine months later. Their parents. Yes, I am sure that is real. It is. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, my husband. My husband's. Gonna, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm definitely gonna. I'm. Gonna, I'm Ubering home. I mean, this is ridiculous at this point. I want to finish that. I know. I'm like, I'm done with them. Done with the whole process of everything. All right, all right. I got a last question. Paul, do you ever listen to our podcast? Just say yes. Just say yes. It's a great podcast. All Absolutely. the time. All the time. Um, <laughs> so this, this is how we know if you listen to us or not. So in this day and age, everybody identifies themselves with some sort of spirit animal. And you might identify yourself with, um, you know, a greyhound because it's like, you know, a really fast, amazing um, dog, and it's like you just love it, right? Well, if you can identify yourself as a spirit ingredient, now that could be an ingredient used in food or an ingredient used in um, alcohol, what would that ingredient be and why? Ooh, well, I'd have to say I'm probably going to be corn because I'm slightly sweet and uh, trying to be ubiquitous. What's the ingredient? What is it? A corn. Bourbon. Corn. Oh. Look, Gina's going to take note. I like that. That's very smart. Corn dominates bourbon, that's for sure. I think you're clever. <laughs> would he be clever corn? He would be clever. Yeah. Call, call my wife and tell her. She'll be impressed. <laughs> oh, all right. On that note, it's time. It's time to call it. Thanks, Cheers. Paul. Thank you for your time and this beautiful liquid and all your artistry. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company that is dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That, a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers Bobby and Mike Carducci. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows. Your review helps our shows reach new audiences. Find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.